1: What's up, everybody? It's Reggie Williams, founder and CEO of Ambrosia for Heads. And with me, I have Jake Payne, our editor-in-chief. And together, this is our What's the Headline podcast. And today, we got a super special guest, an MC who drops classic albums. He's had life-changing features, verses heard around the world, and he's recently released part two of a classic. Mm
2: -hmm. If you don't
1: know who I'm talking about right now, I'm talking about AZ. Welcome.
2: Yes, sir. Peace, peace, peace. Thanks for having me, man. What's
1: going on with y'all? Man, we're good. Thank you for for blessing us, man. We were just chopping it up a few minutes ago, and I was saying this is three years in the making, you know? And so to be able to sit down with you now is a real, real pleasure and privilege.
0: Yes, sir. I appreciate it. (laughs) Thank you for making the time for us, AZ, man. True indeed. True
2: indeed. We've been looking
0: forward to this one.
2: Yes, yes, man. And I I, I owe it to the peoples, man. I fuck with y'all.
1: Oh, man. We appreciate that. We appreciate that. So, man, I've been listening to you, obviously, since day one. And mm. one thing I've seen that's been consistent is your, in your music is that it's soulful. Like, you mm. gravitate to those soulful beats. So I wonder, what are some of your biggest soul influences?
2: Um, You know, I I, I guess I'm from that, you know, I, of course, we all was attracted to hip-hop when it first touched down with, um, you know, the Sugar Hill game, Rapper's Delight, and... um. Then uh you know one of them came did they want to which I appreciated but around the time Rock Him Kim came and check out my melody and it was so melodic and then uh Big Daddy came in you or know, half stepping that pocket kind of what raised me so I like I love that melodic melodic zone because I think you can get your thoughts across better and it 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 it, it, it leaves the beat open and it's at a tempo where you know, a listener can digest your thoughts, so that's just my zone. Like, and then even from the old school music, you know, um, you know the soulful, you know, uh, classics with with Marvin and and um, so many the shy Lights and everything. That that tone is just it, it touches something in the chakra and it allows the, the brain to open up and, and absorb. You know, so that always been my pocket for me. It just and then my voice as well is <laughs> light, so I, I kind of you know, lyrically I could bounce around everywhere, but um, in that pocket, it kind of my, my, my vocals, my, my tonality fits in like, like a another instrument and it kind of, you know, just sways. So that melodic zone, I love that zone.
1: Yeah. I mean, you say that, and your flow is one of the best in hip hop just period. Like your cadence mm. is one with the track. So, you know, what's the secret to that? Cause like, you know, whenever, Whenever you rap, it's, it's it's just like so, like you said, in the pocket. So, so what's your what's your secret for that?
2: Um, I think I think it was developed through time and trial and error. Um, you know, when when you idolize certain artists, um, uh, you know, you, you you not you more or less pattern your style in the beginning like them, you know. And I, I was I'm a lover of words, so I think um I pattern my style with those that I idolize, and then I kind of develop my own style. And, and to me, it's I guess it's like carrying on tradition in my, mm. in my mind. It's like, okay, I'm not, I'm going to take a piece, a page out their book, but I'm going to add my, my scriptures to it and I'm going to pick up the torch, keep it going, you know, that'd be my mindset.
1: Yeah. So I've noticed that every great MC starts out kind of sounding like their favorite yeah. MCs. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So right. Who Who is that for you?
2: Um, uh, it, it, it was a several. It was several, but those that probably influenced me the most, you know, when my brain started, um, you know, absorbing real information, cause young, you know, you 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 get more caught into the beats, and and you know, so so, uh, King Tim the Third, and and Run was like, wow, you know, I'm young mm. though at that time, I'm like, wow, but I guess when the Rock came and 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 then you you hear the Kane, the G Raps, the uh, Kara Rest, I gotta say all their names, cause. Each one of them played a part. Um, Slick Rick and Chuck D. These mm-hmm. are like these seven is like, you know, my world revolved around them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So when you think about content, you think about uh fluidity and flow and word structure, and you know what I mean. Just it turns all into a one thing. So I, that was that was just my my life at one time. The whole like eighty six to to the time I got on was my life, right? Listening to these people and, and seeing the content they, they was putting out and just wanting to just uh, be a part of the greats
0: was my thing. Mm-hmm. So the OG Go or Die released in 95. And, mm-hmm. you know, here we are 25 years later. That was the era of Giuliani and Pataki. Um, <laughs> for you in, in AZ's New York, what's, what's the same and what's different about those worlds? Um, the same was different meaning
2: from then and now.
0: Yeah.
2: Um. Then you know, I mean, of course, the, it's the age difference. It's a, a, a mentality difference. You know. Then I have no kids, and I was just a reckless, uh, wild child, going go crazy. And um, um, you know, the 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 world was kind of different then. You know, what I mean, these these Campbells wasn't in, in, in existence. The iPhones and things wasn't in, in existence, and just the mindset was was different on the streets. It was it was. I would say it had a cold, but I think around that time that I was in the Giuliani era, the colds was really broken and it was just like the wild, wild west. You know, they they called it a um, uh, baby Guantanamo Bay where we from, you know, it was just mm-hmm. off the hook. So, but as time goes on, you know, you see the, you see how life uh, did these 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 ghettos and communities. Like it was really a trap in my mind. So, you know, they kind of flushed it, you know, those that was extra, uh, hyper, you know, hypertension and just whatever, you know, they did what they did. They got locked up. A lot of a lot of brothers and people was, was killed. And, um, you know, as, as time was going on, just the mindsets and, and the music changed and, and it, the music kind of dictates the the, the the community, right? Because hip-hop is big nowadays. Well, it grew to a monster and it, it, just, it just went through every neighborhood and just it, it, it deals with the mind. So then it was just reckless. Now, times are different, and, and, and you know, I'm older, I got kids now, and I just see things different, I just more or less still have the same mentality, but uh, I can could, I could structure it better now, before I was trying to fit in, now I'm trying to dictate and and direct, you know, that's how I see it in my poetry, like, if you listen to it, I still had the same Jews, because that's how I was raised, but, um, you know, now I just, I, I kind of, I kind of more or less mix it in with, 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 you know, you put the vegetables in the pie. So I try to still mm-hmm. deliver it like, all right, I know y'all want to eat sweets, but not knowing I'm putting some vegetables in it. So eat that. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm.
0: that's, that's the difference, you know? It's, and it's a night and
2: day difference. Things are just totally different now.
0: For sure. It's interesting that you talk about, you know, being older and also you use that analogy of vegetables. You mm-hmm. know, on one of the songs of the album on Just For You, you say you either either you eat good or you lack nutrition. Right. AZ, you're somebody who does not seem to age and you talk about that in a few places on the album right, um, right. you know just just as, as three guys talking what's what's the secret is it a <laughs> is, it, is it fitness is it diet is it all of the above
2: yo but you know it was one time it's crazy right because in hindsight everything looks like you know people could make it somewhere in life and Be like yo man listen all you need to do but when you're going through it it's is where right you don't see it but i did change my diet you know i don't eat red meat and, uh, you know, I try to stay uh, away from st- stressful things, right? Because we think it's normal, right, to be around stress a lot. And when I say stress, there's so many topics, you know what I mean? It's, it's the people we have around us, is the way we look at things. And um, You know, when you eat different and, and you know, you just you just move in different, and you, you develop a certain type of glow. You know, when you see people with a certain glow, you're like, oh, what? you figure it's just money, but the money do... It's Less stress, that's what money, but less stress. so. With less stress, you just you move different, eat di- different, you sleep different, and um, I think that's 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 my key. You know, I try to sleep right. I don't, you know, used to smoke a mile a minute, I used to smoke weed from 12 in the afternoon to one or two in the morning every day, consistently.
0: Mm-hmm. I had to
2: cut it in half, drinking, cut it in half, you know, and it, I guess it adds years of your life, and so.
0: You said you're doing a a show, you know, tomorrow at Sony Hall. Did those changes, you know, with the smoking or the drinking, did it make your live show, you know, did it make you a better performer at this juncture in your career? Nah, it didn't actually. Like,
2: for some people, some people I think it would, but nah, with me, I think I always kind of did a great show. I used to always thought I did in the beginning. I thought I gave a great show until I did a show with care and He showed me that <laughs> 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 they step your fucking game up. You're coming around the big boy. So yeah. Uh, you know, you learn to just add more and just be paused with the crowd and shit. So I think that that helps our experience helps out with shows, not smoking and drinking. It's just, you know?
1: Yeah. So you mentioned Kane and Kara, a couple of times. I gotta, I gotta ask you, I'm assuming you watched the verses last night.
2: Facts. Facts.
1: Do you got a winner or like or if not, just give me your breakdown.
2: Oh man, that shit is hard. Cause I, I love both of them. Um and um I I that matchup is was 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 different. Like I, I could have saw uh Kane and L L get busy, right? Just oh, because cause, yeah. cause, cause KRS is so much of a an aggressor and 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 then you got the smooth operator, right? It's night yeah. and day, you know what yeah. I mean? So but it was cool to hear the classics and and, and see how they both really just, just just destroyed the stage in their own way. You know what mm. I mean? So they both winners to me.
1: Yeah, we talked Honestly. about it. We talked about it. I was saying it was like Mayweather versus Tyson, right? Mm. Like you got you got, got Kane is like the, the technician and like dancing, you know, and right. then Karras is that brute, you know, knocking out people. Facts. That's facts. We hit it right in the head, God.
2: Yeah. That's facts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, you know, Do or Die 2 is 25 years in the making. People have been waiting for this mm. for, for a decade plus. But the first mm. voice, voice that opens up the album is not yours. It's Idris Elba. So, so how did that right.
2: come out? Um, You know, when I finished the album, that was like the last thing to get done. When I finished the album, I'm like, you know, sitting with the crew, they're like, wow, this is a, this is a movie. We need somebody to set this off right. I'm like, Yo, who, who could really dictate, narrate, and what the, that the listeners appreciate. And then we, we was wanted to do names. His name came up. And um, I was on tour with Nas with the Bells. And I think he was at one of his shows. He was like, yo, man, I like your music, man. What up? So I knew that he gravitated towards, uh, you know, you know, my poetry. So I just reached out. You know what I mean? At first, he was more or less like, I don't do intros. I get a lot of intros. But he's like, you know what? Let me hear your music. <laughs> so I sent him some snippets. He's like, yo, let's go, man. So I appreciate that that was real right there,
1: yeah, so he ends it with finish your food um you know what do you think you have left to finish in your career
2: man, I got so much man i kinda i'm like the I'm like the orphan of of this hip hop game, and I say that to say, you know, I had a great start it was beautiful being with um e m i and coming out the gate with 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 a you know a gold album, but then uh EMA dissolved through financial issues and then I went from that to Virgin Records because that was a parent company then from that I got off that because it wasn't It's a whole story but then I went to um, nobody knew I was on uh, Yab Yum for a minute and then from Yab Yum I went to uh, Motown and from Motown I, so it's like an orphan going from home to home and never really having a foundation and that family love you know what I mean uh so i got so much to accomplish because i'm just i just feel like you know my peers they did what they had to do and i was in the making as well but it's you know my mindset is it's never over like i got that that book the mentality like it's not over to to to, i'm i'm off the planet so i just got so much to do because we got to mortalize ourselves while we're here right that's that's the purpose right when you find your purpose and you live in life, you know, a lot of people never get to find a purpose, but I know like, I can't do nothing after this right here. So now I got to go all in. I mm-hmm. always been in, but I made it kind of more or less look easy to, for one, it's still accomplishment to me to go from label to label. So a lot of people can't do that because you just be signed to a label and never let you go. I never was dropped from a label, which is one. And I was always able that the labels I, w- I was with, they more or less seemed like, it's really not a problem, but it's a problem, but we see the potential. You can go. Mm-hmm. So it was a beautiful thing. That's a blessing for one. So I've never been, been held back. And that's a blessing. But I also know that, you know, now that I found my lane, because it's crazy, because not too many artists could do it in the 25th hour, like I'm doing it, to find a lane and be like, all right, I'm independent. I still got what it takes, and I'm still getting the love. I'm going to keep going, you know what I'm saying? And at the same time, I still can cover a lot of grounds because my peers kicked down a lot of doors already. So I could just really just one behind them. You know how the, how the ambulance be moving through the highway and they're making a hole you're following behind them. So that's how I feel. So I got a lot to do. I got movies to do. I got so much things to do. I got, I got a lot of things to do for the community and everything.
1: Mm, that's dope. So Quiet Music is your label, right?
2: Quiet Money, yes, sir.
1: Quiet Money, Quiet Money. So how does it feel to control your own destiny?
2: man, it's just a job. It's hard. <laughs> the yeah. hardest shit ever. But yeah. it's cool because, you know, just it's, it's, it builds tenacity, man. It builds, it builds you know, everybody screaming, "Yo, know, boss this and boss that. But it's cool as an expression, but that shit holds a lot of weight, you know, to really, um, you know, dictate policy and stay on top of things and really execute it and get, getting it done. Giving your own self, you know, deadlines and and really being a financial supporter of everything you're doing. So um, it's easier said than done. But it's cool. I appreciate it. Because you reap all the benefits. And 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 it's lessons learned. And it's, it's things you learn that you can always pass on, you know?
1: Mm. Is it just you or you sign another artist too?
2: I'm going to sign a few artists. But right now it's just me. But I got a few artists in mind that I, I want to deal with. But I really got to get things, you know, fully off the ground. because You know, it's like an airplane is going up. A lot of people want to jump on. You're like, wait, let, let me get airborne first. Just give me a minute. I got it, you know? Yeah. So that's where I'm at with it.
1: What do you look for in an artist?
2: Oh, man, character, um, dedication, um, talent always. But with, with talent, you know, is, that's, that's, that's the basis. But you need, you know, just, 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 you know, I always used to tell artists, like, what's your audience? Because that's really how you got to build. You know your catalog around like what orders you going for the women you're going for the have-nots you're going for the educators like you know build your catalog towards that so I just look for those that's dedicated or, or know already halfway there and know what they want and kind
0: of just need, need to be polished. Mm. So you know one of my favorite songs on the album is Ritual you know and, and when you mm. look at 2021 of amazing collaborations you, right. Conway, and Wayne on an Alchemist beat is wow. insane. I gotta know, like, was that something where you heard the beat and then thought of the artist? Did it start? Did Al have a hand in that? Talk to me about how you assembled that lineup, especially including the producer.
2: Well, that was one of the uh, that was
0: one of the last records before the before the
2: um, before the Idris for the intro. And I I I know the album is really melodic and smooth, and I'm like, yo, I need something hard. You know, I'm not I'm really not the 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 the, the hard liverses. Even though I go going that, I, I feel like I, I could go on any lane, but I just wanted something that really balanced the album out because I had a few. I had like two. I had my niche, and I, I, I the uh, the rap the real. I had that. I just wanted one more to kind of balance the album out, and I asked Alchemist, You know, I wanted him on the album. He sent some tracks. That was the first track. I was like, "Oh, that's it. I don't hear no more. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm going. I do hear no more." So, you know, me and Conway earlier, we met at the at the Nets game. We was up in them skyboxes, and I was in one. He was in another one. I'm like, "Oh shit, what up? What up?" He's like, Yo, "We got we got do something." And um, uh, so when I got the beat, I thought of him because I had a couple of I had a couple of features already. So I thought of him. Um, he hopped right on it, bomb. So. The album is done, mind you. So I'm like, damn, I think I got everything. I really, I need one more. I was like, you know what, let me reach out to Wayne. And I reached out to him and um, I was going to do a total different record with him. And so I was just telling him about the album and I told him, I got a joint with Alchemist and, you know what, forget it. But I'm gonna get, he said, nah, I want that. That's the one I want. <laughs> I'm, like, I- I'm like, you want that one? He's like, yeah, yo, that's the one I want. And uh, I sent it to him and, man, he, he different. He's different. That's all. He's different. <laughs>
0: I love that his verse, you know, acknowledges, I think it ends with, I've been a fan of the firm, you know, since you was a, war- like right, I love right. the fact that he uses his yeah. verse and it's crazy right. too to think about because you guys are peers. I mean, you know, he was, he was doing the hot boys thing, but like in the mid nineties, you're both making your rounds and right, right. it was really cool to see him salute you in that way. And again, I mean, that collaboration just measures up. That's me, right. That was me. Enjoying. That's, that's one of my favorites off the album. That's one of them. Yes.
1: Yeah. You know, you talk about the dudes who influenced you, but I hear a lot of you and the Griselda guys. So did you and Conway build on that? They talked to you about like the impact you had on them.
2: Um, well, yeah, I mean, to an extent, you know, they, you know, he, they're going to salute. And like he said, this was, was on his bucket list, you know, to do that, mm-hmm. you know, and everybody got their favorites. Not sure if I'm one of them, but I'm, I I mean, without, without patting myself on the back, I, I probably am. Right. And, um, like he said, it was on his bucket list, so we got it done.
1: Yeah, so we talked about your cadence. Another MC who I think has got just an impeccable flow is Rick Ross. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh,
2: can you talk about about you two working together? Yeah, yeah. You know, due to years, I've and Rick. He he definitely wanted carries carries the uh, the torch of how we represent. Um, I just knew he was he, he was one of the casts that I wanted on the album from from since I started the album. You know, because he just. Is the similarities are so real, you know? So reaching out to him, he was like, "Everybody showed that love, which 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 was cool, you know." I appreciated that, um, but that that's one of my favorites too. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. said I said that about all the fucking songs, right? Yeah. That's my favorite. That one, but nah, that one definitely, you know, a Z special. You know what I mean? Like the the ritual was different because I stepped out of my element, you know, and showed that I could show them You know what I mean? So, but that particular record was.
1: That's my zone. Yeah, Ross loves those soulful beats too. You know, we we got a bunch mm. of your songs on heavy rotation on our playlist. We got a, a pretty That's big uh, following and in. incredible. You know, so from Wayne to Ross to Conway to Dave East, you got nothing but killers on the album. Yeah. So, how important was it for you to only feature lyrical MCs on this project?
2: That 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 really mm, was it. The goal it was just basically what complemented what I was trying to do. And kind of put together a whole, you know, a whole three sixty. So, um, like I said, in hindsight, you you see all that me moving. I was just thinking, oh, he he definitely sound good on this. Oh, oh yeah, he the one for this. You know what I mean? So it wasn't by design, mm. you know. So, but when it when it falls into place, it's a masterpiece,
0: right? Like you're like, oh shit, like
2: damn, that's just that's it. We yo, we did it. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, thinking of features, I will always associate you with that because, you know, there's two MCs that come to my mind with taking the guest verse and literally sh- shaping history. I think Nas did it at, you know, Live at the Barbecue with Main facts. Source. And then three facts. years later, boom, AZ the Visualizer does it on Life's a Bitch. And, That's facts. you know, one of the greatest verses of all time from you. I have to ask you, as such a student of hip hop, have you seen another MC, you know, that's taken a debut or an early in their career verse and had that kind of impact with it, you know, that, that comes to your mind?
2: Um, did Mace do that? Mace
0: was on was on a, a guest feature.
2: It was a couple of cats that did that. Let me let me let me think for a minute. It was a couple of cats that that had guest features and went crazy. I remember Kane was. Uh, we was bringing his name up. He was on the Bismark feature that when he first came out, that was yeah. crazy. Um, you see, I'm a historian, I'm going backwards yeah. instead of forward, but um going forward, who else? Uh I to be on the tip of my tongue, but it was I know it was a few. It was definitely a few that came out and, and made the same riffle effects. I'm gonna get back at you with that, but I'm I definitely.
0: Yeah, it's all good. And I mean, you know, I, I wish that MCs treated those opportunities with the kind of intensity that you did. Was there anything, I mean, obviously you couldn't have known that you were on a five-month That's what I was going to say.
2: Point. We didn't know that. Yeah. Like, it was, just, it's like the stars got lined up for that. Right. Cause I would have never known that. And I, I, I'm sure, you know, me knowing Nas at that time, as far as, with the, he didn't even know his album was going to be what it was. So I, I guess it, our artists can never think like that. It's just, a, it's just a matter of putting your best foot forward and hoping that, you know, um, the peoples gravitate towards it.
1: Mm. You know, a lot of people talk about your and Nas's chemistry, which is obvious and well-documented, but people right. forget that Pete Rock produced that track for you guys. And then, you know, uh, Rather Unique is, you know, another one right. of your classics. And right. you got another Pete Rock joint on this. So can you talk about the the chemistry you got with Pete?
2: I mean, that's family. Pete, family. Pete, I kind of knew prior to um, even getting rather unique before Nas even met him. Um, just just uh, you know, being in his basement and um, not his cousin, but I guess it was Dio, which was my manager. Was was have partner? It was a long story, but they heard me and they was like, "Yo, we know somebody used some music." So I met Pete prior. So Pete, I knew him before his album first dropped too. So he like
0: family.
1: Mm. Wow.
0: yeah yeah you know when you talk about that era one thing i've always wanted to ask you and i know it didn't stick but you know it was aZ the visualizer and i think that, right. that was such a dope name and you know we know the aZ part but for you you know where was there an origin story of that second half of being the visualizer because i think it certainly measures up in the imagery in your your bars yeah that's crazy i guess they came up with that one visualizing the realism of light it, it just stuck with me but
2: um, it's crazy because I, that's that that is something that can stick with me because I do see things for what they are and not what they present themselves to be, right? This is this is me and I kind of yeah it kind of like prophesized it right. I should have mm. kept it. <laughs> mm.
1: So full circle last year on uh, King City is one of my favorite tracks. I just banged that crazy. Um, mm. So how did it feel for you to be back at full strength with the firm?
2: It was cool man I mean any any family reunion is, is great right like it just was cool um you know for nazi to even reach out for him to even drop that album that came out out you know out the blue and putting it together and uh, you know to put us on the album was good to, to hear everybody back in cahoots it was it was a good it was a good look and, and we went left off topic you know he mm-hmm. wasn't doing the or thing we just Manned up, got us some grown man shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Talked about
0: relationships and you know that type of thing. Yeah, a gr- a great record for legacy too, because you know over the years that I've spoken to you, over the years I've talking to Cormega and Nas, like I know that people always wanted that, and it has to feel good to answer that question with music.
2: Yeah, there we go. There we go. Answer with music, and um, you know I-, I would love to hear hear. Uh, it's not twenty five years and so yet. I think next year it'll probably be tw- Next year be twenty five. It'll be great
0: to hear a whole body of work again from the members. I like yeah. that idea too. You know, one thing I want to ask you of that time in your life is, you know, there's some great photos out there from the source and other people of you and Dre right. at that time. Right. You know, it wasn't long after those sessions that he started working with M. And for Eminem fans, you know, and Eminem, I think has has said this at different places. You were a primary influence of him on his Infinite album, which he made before Dre. You know, in that aftermath era, did you and M ever like you know run in the same circles?
2: Nah, not at all. I met him one time though, probably in the process of that. I met him. <laughs> he had a he had something out I think at the time. I met him one time, um, but that's crazy though, right? Right for 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 me to carry on the torch, and I mean that's usually how it goes, and someone else picks it up and take it a little further. So. That was
1: cool. So one of the things yeah. that surprised me about Full Circle was that y'all actually got some bars. I think it was only like four from The Good Doctor.
2: Uh, so so yeah, how, right? how, how did that happen? That was great, man. I mean, it, like I said, to always hear everybody together. Yeah. Like you said, it's timeless now. It's, yeah. it's, it's legacy.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you saw the, the, the Super Bowl announcement. You know, um, we did a whole deep dive on it. You know, you got Dre, you got M, Kendrick. Uh, Mary J. Snoop. Blige, Snoop, like um, that's crazy. Queen Latifah was the first one. Did you know that Queen Latifah was the first rap artist to ever hit the Super Bowl stage?
2: Oh, world! Well, yeah, amazing, it huh? was through the oh, Motown
1: yeah. showcase. You know, Boys to Men and a bunch of other people, but you know her being on it. So, you know, what does it say to you about hip hop to to now be on such a big stage Man. and dominating it?
2: Man, you know what it is. We we here now. I mean, we've been there, but
0: it's dominating the
2: world. Yeah. It's, never, it's never going nowhere yeah
1: yeah.
0: so you know on the album you start time to answer with some strong words about people that had been questioning you about this album and az mm-hmm. i was probably one of them over the last mm-hmm. decade you know like when are we getting it when are we getting it um, right you know can you speak about the the grind that it took for you to get this album to where you were satisfied with it because i know it's been a labor of love for you
2: it, it, it has been, but it's also, right, it's called the music business, and people fail to realize that. Like, I could put, I could make, I could, I probably got so, more songs, I could put two albums out right now, but if you throw it in the air and it come back, hit the floor, nobody know it was out, right? So it's the business aspect that everybody look look over, and it's, it's about timing a little bit because, you know, the sonics change so much, and you can't just jump out the window right there so it was really like a waiting game for me because I think I wanted to put the album out from two thousand thirteen. I wanted to put it together, and when you're doing records and they don't got that cohesiveness, and it's not really like you feel it, but you don't. It, it, it's like cooking; it ain't ready to take out the oven. It wasn't ready, and at the same time, you you trying to connect the, the 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 business model with it, and and the two not connecting, you you really will just be doing it just to do it, mm. and that never really was me, and I, I know. Um, time is infinite, right? We got time. I, I don't always say that, but I, we do got time. So I figure if it's not going to be done right, I'm not going to do it at all. And if everything don't line up, then so I guess, you know, with, with the uh, with the COVID and all that taking place, it, it, it resetted everything, you know? Right. And it was like, okay, it resetted, like it resetted everybody, it set everybody back. It gave me time to do the album. And then it's like a
0: fresh start was going on. It's like, all right, let me hit the gate
2: run you know what I'm saying? So.
0: Right. so was it clean slate for you or there were certain records that you knew no matter what that you carried with you on this album or versus even, maybe they weren't finished records. or there parts mm-hmm. of it that have made this journey with you over the last eight or it was, nine years? It was
2: one or two records but that was it because a lot of records I constantly was putting out through the years. So I'm like, okay, I gotta feed the fans something like, oh, I really just fade fuck out, right? So yeah. I'm putting one or two singles out every year. If you go back you you hear it like um, Ixl Red magic, we moving back to myself, um, um, feel my pain. I was constantly putting music out. So it kind of kept me even killed. Wasn't yeah. it wasn't doing much damage, but it kept, it kept the, the the sounds out there. And then um, like I said, when everything had to reset, just jump back and hit the gate. I mean, but it's still so much more because I gotta, I think I gotta really double up. I gotta put another album out like top of the year something. I gotta double
0: up. I gotta play now, you know what I mean? Yeah. that's that's yeah. great to hear man and i disagree yeah. with you i think those Lucy's did a lot of damage they certainly did on the Ambrosia for heads man. oh yeah as well i appreciate yeah. it i yeah. appreciate
1: it so you know it's 2021 what would you tell aZ from 1996
2: and keep doing you no matter whom or what i was telling <laughs> i was telling the az from 86 to 96 to 2006. Keep doing you and never stop.
0: Mm.
2: And that's what mm-hmm. constantly playing in my brain, never stop. And as you, like, you, you be in the game long enough, you're like, wow, you know, you start realizing, you know, you gotta, this is, this, is, this is legacy time. This is, you gotta immortalize yourself. You gotta leave so much behind because look how the world is, you know, evolving. Like so many things is going on. It's like, get it out. Don't hold mm. it in. So never stop. Mm. Tell you know, myself that now, you guys ask me 10 years from now, I can't, I'm never gonna stop
1: that's dope you know yeah. so a lot of artists you know once they put their album out they kind of check out and don't like check for the music scene others are more plugged in which one are you
2: um i'm I'm just doing my own thing i, I would never check out but i understand it right because you mm-hmm. get if you don't have that mindset you get so frustrated with with, with the sucker shit that go on you know mm-hmm. it's just so much it's, it's worse in the streets you know it's a lot of lies a lot of backdoor shit, there's, there's so much corny shit that go on. You're like, God damn, like, what? I thought I was back in the streets, but it's really worse. And some, a lot of people don't have it to really deal with that, right? Because you're mm-hmm. like, you're not worried about the people, you're worried about yourself and what you'll do and really put yourself more harm's way. You know, it's like making a bad situation worse. And, um, you know, my mind been there a lot of times, you know what I'm saying? So I can understand the frustration, but um, the artists that stayed around I guess they just maneuvered a certain way and, and, and um, you know, doors open up. So I feel like I'm, uh, I'm never checking out, so I'm past that. Not that I, was, I really was never going to check out, but I was like, you know what? I still got to hit my target. That was my mindset. Like I got to hit my target before I go. If I do stop fucking with it, the game itself, I got to hit my last target. So I hit my target, right, but at the same time right now, I feel like, I'm gonna keep moving. I'm gonna keep moving. Mm-hmm. Cause it's, I'm like a one man army. Like it, it get a little frustrating when you're dealing with them corporate monsters, them giants, they, they'll squash you like an ant. Yep. They'll get you out the way when you jeopardizing what they, their vision. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So so I got to walk light, I got to hit hard and we see what's to come, man. You I see what's home. gonna happen.
1: You got more power than ever now, man. You drop it and your fans can get you yeah. directly. You can talk to them directly. You know, right. Um, right. you always got you know, people like us to support. So, yeah.
2: Right. Facts. That's real, so, man. I appreciate that.
1: Of course. So, you know, Do or Die carries a lot of weight. How, was it extra pressure for you to, to be doing like part two? Like, it, did it feel like more oh, pressure than, album, than a second a, than another album? No, nah, the original
2: was the, the first one was more pressure because I really didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Honestly, I was just more or less like, uh, you know, I had a couple of verses and I really was understanding the structures of making songs. So it really was like a lot of songs is off the whim. Now I'm more seasoned. So now it's really like a walk in the park to me. Yeah. Really, you know? Yeah. The part is it's easy, easier rather.
1: So, not to put you on the hook, but you said you got more music. You really think you're going to come with new stuff next
2: year? Oh, thanks. Okay. I'm never stopping. You know, I'm trying okay. to put out movies and I'm gonna put my own soundtrack to it. I'm trying. I'm, I, I mean, I got, I got, I got ideas, so
0: I'm never stopping. Well, you did books, and that's what I was gonna ask you too. I mean, even at a time when you were just giving us Lucy's, you went and wrote a book, Az, and mm. you, you sold it and distributed it yourself. Which, oh yeah, Fact. I think is is so dope. <laughs> and speaks to the quiet money, you know, mantra and philosophy. You but, know, you, you've been an author with the with the Sixteens. Was there anything in writing a book? that you discovered about yourself or about your ability and skill that you didn't know you had as an MC?
2: Yeah, I discovered, why do people make excuses? Cause people are like, oh, it takes five years to write a book. <laughs> no, I, it takes a lifetime. I sat down every night in my iPhone on a notepad, just till I was tired, went to sleep for like four months. And then I was like, you know what? Let me get this uh, spell check and see, if, you know, get somebody to look over it, make sure everything's right and, and put it out. And and it's it's doing great. And I'm still independent with it. The book is still for sale. Go to Quiet Money, uh, direct, and you get the book and so many other things. You know what I mean? But it, it it's it's only hard when you make it hard. Anything, you know? I think. Yeah, I did it. Or maybe that's the concept they want to feed to the mind. So we like, ah, oh, man, that's too tedious. I can't do that shit. It's really not. Just gotta visualize it. Just visualize it oh. and push through it. Yeah. With no expectations. You know, you can't have no expectations because that's probably the part of it. People be having so much high expectations and then it fuck you up at the end of the day. So I mean, I have no expectations with nothing that I go into. Just the accomplishment is the greatest accomplishment for me. Just getting it done and like, all right, cool, it's done. Like it may not, you know, it's like art, right? Right now, it's like, all right, it's cool. Well, hey, you ain't you ain't you ain't triple platinum. You ain't I'm like, all right, cool. So 10, 15 years from now, we don't know what's gonna happen.
0: Could be, could be Anything can I happen. I'm just so happy to hear that, that this was an affirmation. You know, this album, "Do or Die 2, was an affirmation for you to put out more because I think the very first episode that Reggie and I did of this podcast, we talked about the most consistent MCs and MCs that are probably better today than they were at the beginning of their career. And we came up with, I think, three, Reggie, right? Yeah. AZ, Master Ace, and I think the other was Royce the five Nine. Mm. Hey, you you have Black Thought on that too. Yeah. Yeah, Black Thought. Mm.
1: Yeah. Shout out to three.
0: Good, good,
2: good. Oh, yeah, y'all on it. That shit is great. That's yeah, great. Man.
0: Good, yeah, great. That's a great right there. So yeah, like, you're, you're in fighting form, man. We're glad to hear that, you know, there's more on the way. Oh, yeah. Facts. Thank you, man.
1: So you got the show in New York. Uh, is this right. going to be the, the start? You going you gonna to take this, this album on the road?
2: Oh, I want to do that. So we're trying to set that up now.
1: Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right, cool. Yeah. Yo, um, you know the album is great. Everybody who has not checked it out, please, please, please go get Do or Die Two. Yeah, uh, you, you got vinyls. You got vinyls for sale too, or it's coming. It's coming. I got the okay. CDs
2: for sale for now. CDs. Okay. The, vinyls, the vinyls
0: is coming soon, and and yeah, we are yeah. good now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. So now I'm worthy of physical product, man. So I'm glad. To yes, hear that. sir. Thank you. I yeah. appreciate
1: it. Yeah, we appreciate you, man. Thank you.
0: Yes, sir. Salute, kings. All right. Yes. Sir.